All right, let's jump in. Henry V, okay? We are in Act 4 at the beginning. Going to make some connections for us today. Let me pray for us. Um, today is a... I had to decide if we should watch the video of the movie or do my lesson on glory. And apparently I'm choosing the lesson on glory if you haven't noticed. Right? Yeah. Who has seen the movie Glory? Anybody out there? Okay, so this is a Civil War movie, super famous. You'll recognize some of the actors in it. Um, it's about the 54th Massachusetts, and they are an all-black regiment fighting against the South. Bring it, right? Like, that's just awesome. Um, I am not a history teacher. I'm not going to really be able to give you the depth and the connections with it. The movie Glory is amazing. I highly recommend it. Um, but today's lesson is going to have a certain weight to it. And this is the part where the next several days, this week, uh, I'm going to really work hard to pull this off the screen. We've done that with a few places, with the speech, or with the hanging of Bardolph, or with Boy. You know, I just like to do that. This Shakespeare stuff really hits us. Today is a whole other level. And then the big battle is another level. Um, but this is Act 4, so let's go for it, right? Shakespeare doesn't hold back, so neither will we. Um, let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for the chance to do these lessons at Wheaton Academy for a safe school to talk about this stuff. Thank you for this awesome class that has really generated some great discussion time and some... Uh, was just some authenticity to a literature class. Um, that's just fantastic. Um, guide us towards truth today, truth that brings freedom. Um, I pray that also your spirit would work inside of us in a profound way. That and as we look at some questions we don't normally hold, that you would um, draw us closer to your heart for us on our journey. In your name, Jesus, amen. If I were to start the uh, video, we'd be at Act 4, Scene 1. If you were to flip to that place in your book, which you don't have to. In my, in my book, you can see a little post-it on the bottom there. It says, do the glory lesson on here. Um, which kind of reminds me to slow down and make sure I insert this thought process. But you have Henry standing there on page 206 saying, I'm going to dress up and go around and encourage my host. And this is, you know, this would definitely be on some level the good king going around encouraging. I already gave you a Christ-like comparison to Henry, brothers, friends, countrymen. He's like the sun. He's thawing cold fear. It's great. It's a great moment to have a a king who pull an all-nighter to encourage his troops, right? And so here we are. I got the lights on. They're not really stars, but let's pretend that they're stars. We got the campfire going. And it's hard to really consider this, but for me, as you will see, okay, as you will see when we watch the, the scene, several of them are debating, like, why are we here? Is this good that we're here? I don't, I guess I have to die for the king. He's the king. If I don't die for the king, 
Yeah, right? Treason. So they kind of have to do it. And here's where I'll be really blunt. We get to act four of this play, and I see Henry going around encouraging him, like, yes, great leader, good job, this is awesome. I'm going to follow the king so we can get more land. I don't know, it's just, if I were to be really candid with you, which I've been trying to do, I don't think I would die for more land for the United States of America. Right? Like, <laughs> I just, if we're like, we got to go get Mexico, who wants to sign up? I'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm moving to Canada. You're like, I don't want, I, just, I wouldn't want to be a part of it. I, I know. Like, but like, I don't, I just, I would go to Switzerland. I'd go to Australia. I'd go to New Zealand. I would move somewhere because I would not want to be a part of a nation that's asking people to die so we could have more land. Fair enough. Like, does that make sense? I know we may have, which I don't think any of expected it, we kind of thought, oh, we're going to have to deal with this with the moon or Mars or whatever, if there's actually resources. Um, but that, that cap of ice on the top is technically like almost a no man's land, and they found oil under it, so there's probably going to be a fight some point soon. Ugh, right? I just like, I, just, I don't know. I, ready? Mr. D is being honest, saying... I've got four kids, I like my job, love my wife, I don't think I would give my life for more land. Now, when we look at this, today I'm asking you some questions. Henry is going to say to his troops, are you guys ready to fight tomorrow? What does that mean? Are you ready to fight? Right? The question is going to be, are you ready to die if tomorrow was the day you die? Let's say it's tomorrow, which, as weird as it sounds, I don't want you to meditate on that a ton. I'm a philosophy teacher. We ask you in philosophy class. Here we are in Shakespeare class. Would you be ready to die tomorrow if it happened? Eee, right? Okay. Time out, Dominguez. Whoa. Like, no, here we are. Because guess what these guys, these troops could all die in the morning, couldn't they? The, the French could literally wipe out all of them. They could all die in the morning. Are they ready for that? Here's the harder question for today. Would you be willing to follow Henry into battle to get more land? Would you die for more land? I don't know. I just told you I wouldn't. Would you? You're allowed to. That's your choice. Here's a question, though, that I, I, I say very sincerely. Let's make sure we're not distracting each other too much on this question. What would you die for? Do you have a list? Technically speaking, I should stop class, have you pray about that, think about it, process it, and make a list. What are you willing to give your life for? I have a few things. I would die if someone said, do you believe in grace, in real grace? If you do, we are going to shoot you right now. Or if there's people coming against the concept of grace, and I'm going to push back against that, because I would die for grace. If grace were to leave our planet, if there was no grace that existed, I teach philosophy. I'm not quite sure I like the other option. Does that make sense? Like I almost wouldn't want to live if grace wasn't real. See, see where we're going there? 
If I could give my life so that sex trafficking could end on the planet, I would die for that. Because then my daughters and my son could potentially live in a world without sex trafficking. I'd give my life for that. I've thought that one through because I hate that stuff. Like I hate it. As you'll see in the movie Glory, lots of people died in the cause against slavery in America. And I'm really grateful. I would I hate the fact that I'm connected to a country that had slaves. I mean I hate that. But at least that this country fought to get rid of it. And we're still not even done with this, are we? We still gotta be. But I those are some things I got I given you a few, right? I have more. I would die for my children so they could keep living. I would hopefully I would die for my wife so she could keep living. It would be hard, right? So I have a list of things I would actually die for. Yeah. I have to process out what I if there was an intruder with a gun or something to try and take out my students. I have to decide would I give my life to protect you? That's another lesson for another time. But I've thought that through. I'd like to think I would die for you. Right, but that's that's the Lord of the Rings lesson when we talk about Boromir. So that's not today. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so I actually have thought that through. Am I willing to die? Do you guys see the difference? Ready to die is where's your soul? That comes up on page two thirteen. Henry five. They deal with your soul. Are you ready to die? Have you made your peace with God? Yes or no? I would encourage you to take care of that. Fair enough. Willing is different because that means you could potentially choose to opt out of dying. Right? Two different questions. These are the questions that come up in Act 4 of Henry V. What are you willing to die for? These guys are stuck in the trenches having to die for Henry so that he can have more land. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I'm not sure I really like that. Fair enough? The last one that I want to offer you is what are you doing to prepare for battle? How are the French doing in Act 3, getting ready for battle? I've got the best horse. You know, I've got the best armor. What are they doing to prepare? I'm the best. You know, they're kind of like arrogant, you know, trusting in their armor and their horses, right? What is Henry doing? Well, I at least admire this. Henry is at least disguising himself and going around and encouraging his troops. That's pretty cool. If you haven't seen the movie Glory, there's this famous scene next to look and what these guys do before they prepare for battle. This is Hollywood, and they can't chop God out of this. Because if they had chopped God out of these types of scenes with the slaves who were fighting for their own family for freedom, it wouldn't be authentic, would it? They couldn't chop it. Actually, the word Jesus is in there, grace is in there. They're willing to die for their own families to be free from slavery. And the history books know even Hollywood can't chop that out. It's pretty cool. So when I watch this scene, I'm inspired to think, if I had to die tomorrow, what would I do tonight to be prepared? What would I want? Right? Actually, you're going to see a worship time. I'm kind of cool we had that clip about our worship nights. If I knew I was going to die tomorrow, I would want to go to a worship night. <laughs> like I would want to go somewhere and worship and connect with people. Fair enough? Um, so as you watch this, this is Hollywood rendition of the 54th Regiment getting ready to die, potentially, in battle the next day. It's a big deal, right? I actually, I haven't written them, but I would not be surprised if the writers of this scene 
had Henry V next to them. Look for some of the similarities. It's a little uncanny, right? They even say to the breach <laughs> in it. They talk about being outnumbered. They talk about heavy casualties. They have to encourage each other the night before. They have to wake up and go do it. It's about a seven or eight minute clip, so it's pretty long. I'll talk in it. Hey, nice timing. Great. We're getting ready for battle. Tomorrow's the big battle. All right. And so this, the questions are, are you ready to die? What would you die for? What are you willing to die for? And I love this. What are you doing to prepare for battle? How are you getting ready? There we go. One of the things I love about this scene is they are so safe with each other. It's beautiful. No one will ever take Charleston without first silencing the force we have protected. Oh, sorry. The first one that must be taken is that. Oh, there it is. No one will ever take Charleston without first silencing the force we have protected its harbor. And the first one that must be taken is that. Fort Wayne. Regiment of 10-inch Columbia, three smooth 4 32-pounders, a 42-pound carronade, a 10-inch post-mortar, and four 12-pound pounces, <laughs> plus a garrison of about a thousand men. Holy cow. As many of you gentlemen may be aware, the last four days, our Navy has weakened Wagner with a constant run. Headquarters has determined a time for our attack. We will proceed with a direct Tomorrow at dusk. Problem, gentlemen. The approach. The ocean and the marsh leave only a narrow strip of sand, a natural defile through which we can only send one regiment at a time. Now, our best hope is that that leading regiment can keep the revs occupied long enough for reinforcements to exploit the breach. Needless to say, casualties in the leading regiment may be extreme. General Strong. 54th Massachusetts. Rest the honor of beating the attack on Fort Wagner. Oh. <laughs> Look how young he is. Like Henry, right? It's Colonel Shaw, isn't it? Yes, sir. You and your men haven't slept for two days. It's Wesley. That's right, sir. Do you think they have the strength to lead this charge? There's more to fighting than rest, sir. There's character. There's strength of heart. You should have seen us in action two days ago. At Harfleur. Not really. We were a sight to see. Yeah. We'll be ready, sir. When do you want us? I love that. We'll be ready, sir. When do you want us? Can you say that to Jesus? I'll be ready. When do you want me? Feel free to sing along. It's so good. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. They're exhausted. They're tired. They've been marching. What are they doing the night before the battle? To me, this is kingdom community right here. 
Cut that out. Nope. They could try. No. Is that guy ready? Uh, I mean, come on, right? <laughs> Lord, we stand before you this evening to say thank you. And we thank you, Father, for your grace. And your many blessings. <laughs> yeah. Now, I run off and left all my youngins and my kinfolk in bondage. <laughs> so I'm standing here this evening, Heavenly Father, to ask your blessings <laughs> on all of us. Okay. Amen. So that if tomorrow is our great getting up moment, yeah. uh, if tomorrow we have to meet the judgment day, yeah. uh, Heavenly Father, we want you to let our folks know. Uh, that we died facing the enemy. <laughs> we wanted to know that we went down standing up yes, amongst those that are fighting against our pressure. We wanted to know, Heavenly Father, that we died for freedom. Is that worth dying for? Who, who died for our freedom? Jesus! <laughs> Can God identify with this? Come on. Are these guys ready? I lo- look how safe they make it for this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't pray. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Got. 
Well, that's all right. That's all right. And, uh, I love the 54. Ain't much a matter what happened tomorrow. Be man, ain't yes, What is motivating these guys? Love, family, they know who they are, they know their identity, they don't have to prove anything, they grow up or screw up, right? I love how safe they've made it for each other, to be honest and open. Here it is. Us, that morning will come, right? I love how they got him armoring up. I know it's maybe a little strange to have Matthew Broderick, like Ferris Bueller, doing this. I think they chose him on purpose. You're gonna grow up or screw up. But look at this, look at the way he looks at these guys. They love him. They love him, and he loves them. Look at this, this moment of a, a Christ figure. Down there, eye to eye. We really kind of. <laughs> I mean, if Jesus walked in the classroom right now, for real, could we say that? We're ready. We're ready, Cap. Where do you want to take us? What are we doing next? Hey, this actually happened down on a beach. You can go stand there. What it was like for some of these actors knowing that some of their ancestors and relatives actually did this. <laughs> Come on. Uh, oh, ah, not what I wanted to do. One sec. But let me get us to this point. I want to pause it here for a second. This scene right there. Well, it won't let me pause. I want to get us to this scene. I want you to picture that flag out there. 
right there. I want to propose, like right now, we in Academy, in the middle of the battle that we are in, because are we in a battle? Paul says we wage war. We are at war. At Wheaton Academy, maybe in your families, I don't know where the battle is, but we are at war with a very real enemy who wants to destroy us. I love this scene. Who are they cheering for? Who is the focus of the, who is the movie made about? That group that walked down the middle. Because they're actually what? They're the ones who said, we're ready, we'll go, and they stepped onto the sand, got dressed that morning, and walked out into the battle. Fair enough? So as we see this scene, I want to point out a couple of distinctions. There are other soldiers. What are they doing? Huh? They're watching. That's not necessarily bad. They're at least where? They're at least there and trained but they're watching. The, uh, they're watching these guys fight the battle. You know what? They're going to turn the corner. There's going to be people sitting on chairs watching. They're not even what? Really in the battle, are they? Fair enough? Right? Actually, the one dude's a historian, so we'll let him off the hook. Pierce. <laughs> he's writing it all down, so he's good. <laughs> You know what's interesting to me? Are there people up north back at home? Are they the enemy? No, but what are they doing? Are they even even in the battle? Are there potentially even people who are not aware of it? So I just gave you the pretty broad spectrum. Who's the movie about? about these guys who are in the battle, walked out front, follow their leader into the war. I just want to challenge you. Like, where are you in that? Are you in the battle? Are you in it? (laughs) Are you dressed up like a Christian, looking like a Christian, but doing what? Watching other people fight the battle? Are you maybe not even dressed up? You're just what? Watching the battle. And is there a potential that you're just not even aware? Yeah? There's a huge scale there. I'm not here to do shame or guilt. I'm just saying, we're at war. <laughs> you woke up in a war zone. Where do you want to be here? I think Act 4 of Henry V is about, hey, who is going to follow the king out into battle? Who's going to follow, like, actually get their clothes on, get their gun out, get, like, get in the battle? Fair enough. Go team. There's a cloud of witnesses. There are people who are like, come on, let's go, right? Let's fight poverty. Let's stop the bullying. Let's stop the gossip. 
let's stop despair and anxiety. Like, let's actually fight the battles that people are facing with illnesses. And I think anxiety and worry right now, especially at Weed Academy, right? Family issues. Depression. I could cut the lesson there. I don't have the heart to in the context of Shakespeare. Look at that. I wonder if you might do something for me. Is Matthew Broderick's character ready for today? Letters here. Personal things. Also, if I should fall. Remember what you see here. Why are we why are we watching a movie right now about this? Because we gotta remember what they did. This is amazing. This is awesome. You men are relieved, ready? You men are relieved. Who? What did he call the boys? Yeah. And who does that guy want to be like, you guys? We be back. Well, of course he wants to be like Morgan Freeman, but <laughs> who who do those boys want to be like? Come on, the ones who are in the battle. All the freshmen are watching you guys. They're watching all the seniors, whether you like it or not. They're watching the juniors and the seniors. The junior hires are watching. Let's be really blunt. The whole world is really watching to see what Christians are really in it and which ones And the music soars here. And I love this. This character gets off his horse. Hops into the sand and walks through them right to the front. Come on. When our God gets off his throne, puts on flesh, walks around in the dirt, and says, Okay, who's going to follow me into battle? It's not like God saying, We have to go fight this battle. What has Jesus done? <laughs> We're dealing with a king, our king, and God, who stepped out on the planet and got into battle with us, right? Are we willing to follow him? I think this is where it, it, well, we have to do this in a Shakespeare class. Why well, we need these classes. We're talking about 
People die. Some of you have been to funerals of people you love. Wheaton Academy students have died while you've been here. This is a very real battle, isn't it? I love that. Who will pick it up when that teacher that you love goes down? When a mom or a dad goes down? When a friend goes down? What do we get? What do we do? <laughs> we keep fighting, right? <laughs> Are we ready? <laughs> Follow me, right? Because, by the way, is the enemy ready? I mean, Satan thinks he owns the place, right? So is he prepared for battle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think of Isaiah 61 to break down the barriers to set the captives free and the prisoners free to give us freedom from slavery is the enemy conjuring up new ways to lie to us to trap us to distract us to take us out to ruin our schools to destroy our churches, to destroy our families. Is he doing, is he ready? Come on, is he? Yeah, so what are we doing? Yeah. And it's interesting, like this is, this is, part of why I want to study Henry V. I stop it there. Why do most students not want to run out into battle? <laughs> why do most Christians not want to go into battle? <laughs> why? <laughs> They're scared. scared of what? Getting blown up by a bomb, <laughs> right? They're scared of Satan's attacks. They're scared of demonic attack. They're scared of other Christians, you know, lying to them and bullying them. I mean, what happened to Jesus? He got killed. What happened to all of the disciples? <laughs> Thrown in jail, beaten, whipped, like, right? It's like the bell's going to ring on me right in the middle of this. <laughs> if you're not ready to die, are you going to run, run out into battle? That's just physically. What about your reputation? What about Relationships? Right? If you're not willing to die, are you going to wake up tomorrow and enter into this huge war that you and I are all in? Fighting poverty and sex trafficking and porn? Is that stuff easy or hard to fight? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah? Just gossip is hard enough at Wheaton Academy. Let alone what? Anxiety, depression, suicide rates? Like... It can be what? Really overwhelming. Fair enough. I think that's why we got to, like, it, the lesson doesn't end here, right? 
you can see the next slides, I talk about battles that we have to deal with. This is a student-generated list of all these things we have to deal with just in the hallways as a student at Wheaton Academy, right? And what are the bombs that go off? Rejection, threats, arguments, gossip, failure, judgment, bullying. Like, does this stuff all happen to students who try to really pursue Christ in the kingdom of God? Does this stuff happen? It happens to teachers too, by the way, right? I think it's interesting, if we're not prepared to deal with this, will we step into any of this? See how that works? If you're not prepared to deal with the battles themselves, it's unlikely that we'll do what? Even enter into Have a nice lunch. <laughs> Have a nice day. See why we need a big speech? <laughs> See why we need to get ready for battle? Thank you, Henry. Whew, go watch Glory. It's not a little light movie. I don't know if that's a good date night movie. Right? Or maybe it is. I don't know, depending on your date. Right? See you guys. Blessings. Whew. Thank you. Yeah. See you guys. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> I don't even know what song to play. Maybe there's no song for that lesson. Oh, I love that song. I think I've got it right up the top here. Where is it? Is it called Marching On? I think so. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, we are marching on. Yeah, that one. That is so good. You were never walk alone, baby. I don't know. That's not it, is it? Yeah. I'll have to find it. Good, nice connection. Hey, bro. <laughs> Welcome to Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, I know. When he's on the ground walking to the front, you're like. I can run through a brick wall right now. <laughs> I love the, I mean, I, one of the hands, like, I don't want to say anything. You know, I just want it to speak for itself. But the other side is like, that's literally what Christ does for us. He's like, he gets in the dirt, walks to the front and says, will you follow me? That's just so awesome. That's the cool thing about Henry V is Henry does that. He gets off of his horse and he stands at the front and he runs out with his men. Maybe on a horse, but I like thinking that he was a guy who just got down in the dirt with his soldiers, you know? Pretty cool. And then you have, you know, 2,000 Robin Hoods half a mile behind you. And that really helps. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I'm not even worried about it. Have it. I did. Yeah. I actually submitted the blank PDF. Oh. But Should I, I, I do I, the annotations? Okay, so I'll remember that. I, you already graded it. Not a bit oh, okay, great. Did, but, uh, okay. So, good. Just you know. See ya. Have a good day. <laughs>